Oh, uh, welcome to the Dr. Doom podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Doom, and I've got some new special guests with me today. Uh, they're going to go by the handle Tin Man and Toto. So, uh, fellas, if you want to say hello, I'm going to put this down in the middle. Hello, hello, Toto here. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to you straight from a nice cozy chair is the Tin Man. Mm. Yeah, so these fellas, um, Toto is, uh, is our uh, American friend who has... Uh, Found himself, <laughs> stumbled <laughs> his way, in, stumbled yes. his way into our socialist utopia up north. <laughs> yes. And uh, the Tin Man and I go way back. In fact, um, way back, probably. I don't even want to say our ages now, right? But it when be almost thirty years. Yeah, I would say thirty years. Thirty years. Mm, yeah. We've known each other a long time. Yeah. Except it started out singing in choir. Were we in uh, Rotary Boys Choir? Rotary Boys, Is that what it was? John Rotary Boys Choir. Now, Kevin uh, Langford. I was going to ask about yeah. Kevin Langford. He was yeah. the uh, choir director. Yeah. He was a very animated man. Very much so. He goes by Dr. Langford. He's still alive. Oh, he's still alive. Okay, oh, yes. well, that's good to know. Yeah, received an honorary doctorate and gets very insulted if you don't call him doctor. I, I find that so funny yeah. because I have a friend who got his honorary doctorate. Um, recently and I I don't think he listens to this podcast but he's uh, a good friend of mine who does media stuff and he was so tickled to get his honorary doctorate and we he threw a party for himself like a graduation party for receiving his doctorate and he goes by Dr. X and, you know not not literally Dr. X he uses his real name but uh, and he's a sweet guy like I, I would never and so is Kevin Langford. Yes. But uh, but I find it really strange having actually gone through medical school and stuff that and, and I didn't have a party. No. <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah, this is just why you, you got to go through all this and do it, and then they you know you get this honorary doctorate, and man, they're going by doctor. It's really funny. So is uh, it's like a rite of passage. Is Kevin still doing choir stuff, or is he no. now doing? No, he's retired now. Okay. Yeah. So he and his wife. He has a wife. I thought he was gay. No. Okay. No. Yeah, he got married. I mean, that's not that those two well, things aren't just, necessarily exclusionary no, in this, this yeah. day and age. But. He might have just discovered it later in life. <laughs> straight. I don't know. Uh, but no, no, no. He and his wife, they're doing a lot of traveling. They go to uh, Bermuda a lot. Okay. What's yeah. his honorary Bermuda. doctorate in? Is it because of music stuff? Or is, is it because... yeah, his volunteer work through, the, okay. through uh, doing choral work and working uh, uh, in elementary music and yeah. He did do a lot of volunteer work, which oh, is, I mean, God bless the guy. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't be around children, especially if I was that effeminate. I wouldn't run a boys' choir because you know you're asking for trouble. It's true. It was almost before it was uh, a, a bad thing to do or, or yeah. a cliche to do, right? You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he certainly. Mind you, mind you, and do you remember all the camps we used to go to? Yeah. At uh, Franklin Farms. Franklin Farms. Yeah. Now, if that doesn't sound like some type of tickle camp, I don't know what Yeah, is, yeah. Right? Come on up to Franklin Farms and take a ride on my paddle boat. <laughs> <laughs> and the waterfall. There was a waterfall. Yeah, full of eels, if you remember. Eels, yes. So I've got a, a funny update on Franklin Farms. A colleague of mine yeah. bought Franklin Farms when it became defunct. So they bought the waterfall and that chunk of land without, I don't think there's the farmhouse anymore, but it was just a piece of land. Okay. And they built a self-sustaining cottage on it. So it's like solar powered and I assume it has a bathroom. Yes. Um, and it's a beautiful spot. Wow. But the guy, um, 
my colleague is the wife and her husband Jason yeah. is a nice nice guy nice. but he's really funny he, he worked at Sam the Record Man okay. and then his wife uh, went through medicine and stuff and I think he kind of supported that the whole way through like they, they've been together since junior high I believe Wow. and now he is like a professional homebody they don't have kids yeah. they have a couple of pets and he just drives a tractor around Franklin Farms now all the time it's, he bought a Kubota tractor, and that's his whole... He just goes up anytime he can, and he looks for things to do with the tractor. Because they're not farming it. Yeah. So he, he needs things to do. So he moves, like, wood piles from one part of the land to the other part, and then back to yep. the original part. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's what you do Sounds when you like have a, a tractor. Sounds Yeah. Right. Have you ever gotten a new tool? Like, I, I got a uh, hole saw mm -hmm. to do my deck, like, to drill holes to get a thing down to break the deck boards off. Yeah. And then I started looking for stuff to do with the hole saw. Yep, been there, done that. Yeah. Yep. Any any tool I find at uh, Princess Auto or Harbor Freight when I'm stateside, I have to justify a thing to use it on, and I find it... Uh, so what's the weirdest thing you've used your tool on? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not... What's that? I'm just checking. Just that right. sounds like some uh, innuendo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I put oh. my tool in some pretty weird places. I was going to say. I, I regret many of them. Right. Got it, when you got a big saw, you got right yeah. now, right now, I am working on finishing a uh, half whiskey barrel to turn into a table for my man cave. Oh, that's cool. And uh, I bought a a, a uh, knockoff Dremel tool that was on sale in order to be able to uh, move rust on my car because you know got to do some ghetto body work in these you know maritime salty conditions that cause everything to rust left right and sideways the maritimes run on dremels and bondo by the way exactly <laughs> yeah yeah sometimes so, duct tape so, 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 so duct my serves so my uh my my former place in the u.s but uh yeah after like 20 minutes of you know rust removal that project was done and i'm like oh i have this to work on my whiskey barrel so I have bought various attachments to try and finish this whiskey barrel that I want to use in my man cave for an end table. And um, I justified purchasing it for the rust removal, but now it's exclusively a, uh, a fun tool and a fun toy to use just for my little amateur woodworking projects. So I'll draw your guys' attention. We are uh, at the camp, by the way, I should talk towards the thing. If you look under this table, you'll see where I used the hole saw to drill holes to put uh, cabling through for the internet and then uh, never put the internet through. That's brilliant. So, so I put big holes in the wall. One of them hit, the camp is like, kind of. it's not really a log cabin. This is kind of fake siding. Like it looks like it's half logs, I guess. I don't know how they do it. Yeah. But um, it is spiked together like a log cabin. So the first hole over there is a hole that I drilled into a spike. <laughs> <laughs> and I broke my hole saw oh, attachment. Yeah. And then, uh, so I actually own two hole saws because <laughs> the first time I used it, I broke it. And then I bought another one and I, and I drilled a hole through mm. and I kept the little piece of wood and I thought it'd be really clever. And I, so the little piece of wood comes out from your hole and I took that out and I drilled a hole through the middle of that to run the cabling through. And then I glued it all back in, only it didn't reach the satellite on the roof. So then I took the thing out, but I broke the whole piece. <laughs> Uh, taking it out, so I filled it with uh, foam, and I'm hoping it'll keep the mics out. <laughs> so that was my. Uh, I'm not very handy. Uh, I'm very. I'm very bad at it. Um, it's okay. I can join you. 
Yeah, I, I don't have my man card yet. No. Although, I gotta say, the my burgers... My wife has I, a better man card than I do. I did well I at the barbecue saying. tonight, I feel. Yes. I feel that those burgers were okay. They were sublime. They were great. They're always undercooked or overcooked. I always either burn the shit out of them, or I have no burgers that are red in the middle. No such thing as undercooked. See, that's an American thing. Yeah, that is. Absolutely. So. Yeah, because I'll let you know three hours from now if it was good or bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't red in the middle. I no. did check. So it should be okay. That was good. Yeah. But like in the U.S., you can order burger, burgers medium rare. It's practically Absolutely. tartare on a bun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much tartare on a bun. But we were always told, I don't know if you were, Josh, but that... When, no, we're when indoctrinated they, to it. Yeah, when they put the meat through the thing, yeah. like anywhere the surface touches is contaminated. Right. So with listeria or something. Right. So they were like, cook your burgers really well. Yeah. Like so never leave Ebola. any pink. You get Ebola. You get Ebola. Yeah. Um, and then when I was a kid, I remember I went to Fuddruckers, and uh, they were like, do you want that medium? I said, medium? No, I want a big burger. What? <laughs> I was like, no, how do you want it cooked? <laughs> there's only one way. <laughs> she was like, no, that's right. It. Well done. I said, medium rares are most popular. Shoe leather. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I want a shoe leather yeah. breed. It's not just steak anymore. No, that's right. Is there still a Fuddruckers in the state? I haven't been there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, think, still I think there's one... Uh, in Ellsworth, off, oh, nice. of, off of uh, Route One A. Okay, I was on my way to Boston when we went there, but I think yeah. I was already in Massachusetts. So yeah, yeah. then, when you go to home, yeah, in the states, yeah. there, Toto, how do you order your burger? Medium, medium. You do medium. Just because we call him Toto, he's not from Kansas. No, uh, no, no. no. I'm, no he's I'm... like the band. <laughs> <laughs> Rock on! So what's their What's their famous song? Africa. Oh, Africa. <laughs> it's like Christ. It's a little bit like nowadays right? if they did that, they'd be like, it's like wearing blackface in it, music. It is. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, you're just not supposed to do it, right? It's kind of exploitative. The rains in Africa. They're like, oh, are you it's donating like, all the money yeah. to like some African charity? Fuck no. no. <laughs> <laughs> charity didn't write the song. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's no, I, I like I like seeing uh, blood come from my burger. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some like real American things, and that's one of the ones I always think about is yeah, mm-hmm. burgers. burgers that are not well done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now steak is totally different. Like we would eat steak rare to medium rare. Yep. Yes. Regularly. Yep. Yes. But the yep. burgers we always cook. Absolutely. Right All the way. Absolutely. And it's a cardinal sin if uh, if it's anything other than you know shoe leather brown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in Canada. Even when my in-laws, who are locals, cook burgers, they always cook it to oblivion. Yeah. And I have to chew it for an extra five or six minutes in order to get it down. There's nothing quite worse than that real dry mm. burger meat. That's it's because it's, it's it's rough to swallow. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Extra sauce to help it go down. Yeah. Yes. The reason we're using these uh, names, by the way, is that um, Tin Man and I were in a music we're in a series of musicals together, but the first one I believe our high school musical was The Wiz. Wiz. Mm. Which again Going back to blackface, <laughs> that it was all it was all wrong. If if you don't know uh, the Wiz, it is the Wizard of Oz, but it was readapted by nineteen sixties. Uh, it was like Michael Jackson Michael and Jackson Diana Ross and uh, yes. what was it? Motown, I guess. Probably yes. that's exactly it. what it was. It was some Motown producer, yeah. and I was I was the Scarecrow. I was the Michael Jackson part. Funny enough, he ended up being white. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> Or something in the water. I don't know. What something with that part. Something. It was a race swapping part. Hmm. But uh, I remember specifically, I had to talk in a pickaninny voice. 
like yes. like a deep south piccaninny like super racist I had black face mouth basically I had black mouth yes uh, and I would definitely lose my job if any tapes of this ever circulated oh yeah now but but back then at least our makeup people weren't dumb enough to make us black they still made they made me very orange like Donald very Trump good. orange and you had patches I, yeah they they put patches, patches on, on your face. and I did have cornrows you did have cornrows <laughs> That, see, that's, you were in the makeup chair six hours a day just to get the cornrows. Well, well, we just left them in. I just stopped washing my hair. Is this, <laughs> they, at the end of the show, they were dreads. I look like White Snoop Dogg. White Snoop Like when I was Dog. walking around. White Dog. Um, the high school, in between shows, yeah. I looked like... Uh, what was that band, The Offspring? That oh, guy yeah. who had yeah. the cornrows? Yes. Yeah, the lead yeah, singer. I remember, I remember yeah. that year was really a strange year because I also bleached my hair blonde for that part. And That's so, commitment. That's commitment. Yeah, so I had, because it was straw colored. And also because I thought I would look like I was wearing blackface if I didn't bleach my hair blonde. Like if I made it look black and did it. And so that was the 90s, like the mid 90s. And I knew, like we all, we didn't know well enough not to do the whiz. But we knew better than to wear blackface. So when right. the Prime Minister <laughs> yeah. says, I didn't know any better, and it was like 2008. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we kind of beat you to the punch there, too. Like, we knew better, you asshole. We did, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's almost like, you know, you make it sound like it was our choice doing that show, but we never chose that show. No, no, this was not our choice. This was not our, that was not our... Now, nowadays, if no. they said, oh, we're doing The Wiz, and, and what's The Wiz? Oh, it's this, uh, yeah. it's, it, you know, it's a uh, Motown version of The Wizard mm -hmm. of Oz. We would have probably opted out. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If they ever do a KV Players, like, retrospective, like, yeah. last 40 years, come and do the part, and they're like, hey, can you come back and be the Scarecrow? I'd be like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Are you crazy? No. Yeah. I, yeah, that would be a lot. That Weirdly, a lot. too, I think we didn't, like, we grew up in a very, like, white part of the world. Certainly. Mm. Uh, we had a couple um, people of color, I would say, in our high school. Yeah. But I don't remember them being in that musical. No, I don't think we had one. No, no. Uh, now, Huey was older than us, so he was probably already graduated, because yeah. he was very musical and a super talented guy. Your Lord. Um, yeah, he was a good guy. Um, and then there was uh, there were a couple girls, I remember, who were, like, they were friends of my brothers, so they'd been a couple years younger than yeah. us, maybe. But I don't know if they did the musical that year. Oh, I don't but I always... The other one was uh, Dozier. Dozier and Norm. Mm. Now, he was a year younger than I am, so he two years younger. And uh, he was big. He did the musicals. Yeah, yeah. As well, but he wasn't in the... I don't think he was in The Wiz. Now, here's a question. Was Evan Chung in The Wiz? Yes. What was he? Evan Chung? He was the... Um, oh, he, he was The Wiz. He yeah, that's right. He was The Wizard. He was The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> he was The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah. We did lots of swapping. We did. We cool. did. Our Asian wizard. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that was it. Yeah, and... Uh, it was all done innocently. The, the director oh. was the drama teacher at the high school, right. and just loved musicals. Mm -hmm. I mean, she she was, Liz, I mean, she Liz lived Liz it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I do wonder though, does she look back on that time and go, I can't believe I did the fucking whiz? I, how could you not? <laughs> like seriously? Wait, what was I thinking? Remember, don't you remember the controversy and stuff that came out of that too? So someone who worked for a uh, particular newspaper at the time 
uh, wrote an article because we always had reviews done. And so the, a professional reviewer would come in and review our shows and they put an article in the paper as publicity, right? Typically you're hopeful that they're going to promote your show and make people want to come out That's with right. tickets to come and see. Now, I can't remember this gentleman's name for the life of me. But anyway, he wrote an article or a review based on the show. And literally, I think the majority of it wasn't about the show. It was about our director. And it was right. criticizing her throughout the article. For choosing that for musical? Cho- well, no, I don't think it was for that. I think it was for numerous things. I think it was for putting people in specific roles, or there was Indeed. there was talk about the choreography of the show. Of course, there were lovely roles. Uh, for <laughs> it was some a more innocent time. Some of our female <laughs> compatriots there, there was uh, called the Poppies, and they were oh, the dancers. Oh, right. Right? I and so yeah, this. so the Cowardly Lion had to dance with these poppies, but the poppies, it was quite a provocative dance. That's right. It was very whorish. It was very whorish. <laughs> you could have given them all poles. I realize I'm talking about children, but I was also a child at the time. I, I'm allowed to say it. That's right. We all were. But it, it was, and I, maybe it sold tickets. I don't know. But, you know, the line was dancing. I think this was yeah, commented absolutely right in this review. Something along those lines, but then also just about, about her. It, it got personal. Well, needless to say, the whole cast and people at the school, we all read this article. Kind of rallied. And we rallied. And not only that, we protested. We left school one day, and it was the whole, co- the whole cast of the show and other kids from the high school who went to this particular uh, right. newspaper to their offices and protested outside. One, calling for the resignation of... The, uh, we were the original the cancel culture. We were cancel culture. How at that the tables time. have turned. And and they asked for a formal apology from this reviewer. And here's I the crazy thing about this guy. Right? How did I block all this? So out? here's the crazy thing. He was fired. He was fired. He was fired. <laughs> we canceled the guy. We canceled. Now they say he was bastard. Hurt, but I he was right. He was. <laughs> if you put kids on stage and have them dance around like whores, it's like cuties. <laughs> I have no, anyway, I have no idea. And we were all like, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you remember, but then it was the second to last show. I don't know what it was, but it was after the review had been written. We, during the show itself, improvised a scene. And we were commenting about this reviewer. And we said them by name. And we started taking out, like we were quoting what he had said, but we turned it into like a, a big joke. And we were taking our shovels, and we were like, "Dig a hole for yourself, buddy!" On the stage, it was, Ooh. it was. It, it, so we didn't just like walk away with the W. Mm-mm. We like rubbed it in. Oh, we there ruined was a lot his of life. Salt. There was a lot of salt in the movie. Or and master. I and I do recall. I think it was two weeks after there was another article in the paper from this reviewer. Right. So this must have been pre-firing or maybe just. Oh my lord! But it was like an apology in this to us as the students because it became more about because we got dragged into whatever we got dragged into whatever, whatever the underlying issue thing was because I think there had been other reviews for other shows and th- this director and the reviewer didn't get along for whatever reasons it was but oh yeah we were yeah how did I forget cancel, about right, all if this if you want to talk cancel culture we did friend, it we, we did it I'm a hypocrite we made it cool <laughs> back in 97 your whole platform okay. is destroyed it was, that was it. we were it so if they want to identify as poppies they should be allowed to identify as poppies you fucking bigot <laughs> 
And if we want to dress all of our children up as whores, then we should be allowed to do that. Oh, that poor bastard. No, I feel it was terrible. Bad. It was bad. And he and you know what? I think in hindsight, and he was a really good yeah. journalist. A really good journalist, a really good reviewer. It's just oh, one thing seemed to go off the rails in our particular school we rallied around because we cared so much about the teacher. Yeah, yeah. That we thought this is an injustice. We have to make this right. Holy shit. And because of it, I think we cost the man his job. Man. Right? Yeah, mm. I hope he didn't end up like shooting himself. Mm. And then we're on the stage digging the hole. Oh, I hope not. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that would have been real bad. Yeah, there oh you go. Oh my god. So blackface aside. Yeah. You know, we were. Man, we were that, in there. that poor guy. Mm. Shit. The the next year now, I was still in. You're a year behind me, but we did Greece. Yeah. I remember Greece. Yeah. And you and I were obnoxious little bastards. We certainly. Because we got we, we were the T birds. Yeah, we were the roles. Yeah. That's right, the T birds, and yeah. we had this. Uh, we kind of had side roles. We were like, yes. um, we weren't the main characters. Yeah. So not because they picked a guy who was quite handsome to be the. To be so Dan, like Danny, Danny, and then, Danny Zuko, and then uh, Kaniki was uh, Frank like basketball player. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Who's now an RCMP SWAT officer? Really? Yeah, he was involved somehow wow. in that Nova Scotia fiasco with the shooter. Was he? Oh, yeah, bad. yeah. Super, wow. super nice guy though. Always and like salt of the earth. I I saw him at our. We did a twenty year high school reunion. This is how fucking old I am. We did our 20-year reunion, and and uh, and he was there, and I think it was like right after that. Was it? Really? But he was a uh, super, super nice guy, down to earth. Mm-hmm. I knew him as a basketball player because we were on the basketball team together. Yeah. But but you and I, being obnoxious bastards. Yeah. Now, Josh has <laughs> sorry, uh, Tin Man uh, has uh, <laughs> the voice of an angel. Oh, well, sure does. Nice. Um, he's, he's a beautiful singer. And I had done choir and stuff, so I could sing a little bit. I wasn't, I wasn't like professional level, but yeah. we could sing. Doctor Doom was a very good singer. The other two dudes Still is. Uh, had never done any music before. No, but they had the look, and they were good. You know, they did a good job at their acting they or whatever. Did. Yeah, for sure. um, but you and I used to upstage them all the time, being funny on stage, and it drove it drove the director fucking bananas. Oh. I remember. Oh yeah. Like there was one fight scene we had to get in a fight. Like prepare for a battle, a rumble with a with an opposing gang. It was like the Sharks yeah. and the Jets or whatever. Yeah, it kind of was West Side Story. Almost. And yeah. and every time, like I I broke an aerial off a car that was part of the <laughs> that was supposed to be my role. That but was yeah. That every was, time I stuck a different uh, object on the aerial, like I, I can't remember one time it was like a hot dog or something. Yeah, it was like. It started as just a tennis ball that people used to put. That's right. That's right. Yeah, because yeah. like yeah. You used to back in the day, you put something on your aerial so you know where your car yeah, like was a, in the park. Right, like a tennis ball, or something like that. Right. So, so we, but I would put increasingly ridiculous stuff on the oh, aerial, awesome. and uh, and people would be laughing, and because it'd come out with this ridiculous thing, and she was getting madder and madder. But I was like, she can't recast us now. No. We're, we're in the we're in the show. <laughs> But there'd be times we'd come backstage, though, and she'd be waiting for us. Oh, yeah. She'd be waiting for us, and she'd come up and she goes, Boys, you gotta stop doing this. Yeah. You gotta stop doing this. I love you, but I'm gonna kill you. I'm that was kill like both a, of you. It was like an invitation to just do it. It was. I yeah. was like, listen, you're just feeding the fire yeah. here. You're making this much worse. Oh, it's gonna be great. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh yeah, we had lots of fun. Yeah. The, I, I wasn't good at sports or anything. Those musicals were probably, like, the best right. thing that, yeah. Best thing for me. Yeah. Now, as an American, was the high school experience similar? I mean, you probably didn't do musicals. You were you were a sports guy, I guess. Yeah, I, I played a little basketball. My sister, my twin sister, 
was actually on the drama team. So I, I did hear, you know, about shenanigans here and there and around the square. Um, we definitely had our various uh, sects of, uh, of different populations, like the Hicks, the Jocks. But the Hicks took it to a whole new level, because where I'm from, you know, we, we were out in the country, and uh, everyone was uh, competing to have, like, the biggest jacked-up truck, and right. the oldest and rustiest-looking truck in the entire parking lot. And uh, every day after high school got out, um, there would be smoke shows being put on oh, in really? the parking lot. That's cool. Oh, yeah. And there were competitions to see how smoky you get the entire high school parking lot. Just with burning out tires? Just with burning out tires. Or is this the rolling coal era? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Because and you're significantly younger than us. Like, the coal rolling was not a thing when we were no. in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it was definitely a thing. And, yeah, I, I feel like, um, you know... Um, everyone was basically indicating how small their penis was with how much they were trying to burn out the tires with their truck. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, can, I can do that. <laughs> I have a very small penis and a very big truck parked behind us. <laughs> so, that, that, was, uh, that was some of the uh, ongoing festivities that took place in the middle of a middle-of-nowhere high school. Um, I won't even mention the name because nobody knows where that is. But. No, I will notice, though, that you, you say country. You don't say country. I, I could say country. I mean... Like you were real country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure I did hear some banjos play um, without deliverance context. Sweet! <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how you call the pig. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, no, it... It, it definitely was very backwoodsy, um, and you know also the gods that you know. You did have gods. Oh yeah, with with trench coats, the trench coat mafia was a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And there's uh, nothing funnier to me than like a country school with goth kids I, who who live on a farm. Dichotomy. Yeah. Like, cause you know they're going home with their makeup on, and they gotta like. And then they gotta go work the field. They gotta go milk the <laughs> fucking cow. <laughs> Which, you could tell which cows they were. They had the black lip liner. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This cow's not metal enough for me. It's, it's just it's just so mainstream. Yeah. Milk the cow's so mainstream. <laughs> I don't want to milk the cow, duh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and also Napoleon Dynamite came out at that time too when I was in high school and everyone was just doing. No, he was in a country setting. Oh yes, he, he was. The, they did the four. four uh, what's that? That he he taste tested milk to yeah. test for uh, defects in yeah, yeah. milk. It's like, this this one got into a bush. An patch. <laughs> <laughs> this one got into an onion patch. Yes. <laughs> That's a great yeah. movie that I think like it spiked and then we haven't. It's one off. that you need to watch with someone else, and you also need to have alcohol at the ready because that's so. where I feel oh, it's funniest. It's so good though. It is so good. Your chickens have large towels. <laughs> My lips hurt real bad. Where's a chapstick? Go get some hair. His brother. Food. I loved his brother Kit. Yes. Oh, and uh, Lafonda. Lafonda. I was trying to remember her name. Yeah. That was a great relationship. Yeah, One yeah, of yeah. TV's greatest, like, cinema's greatest relationships. I love that. Guess setup. you can say it's pretty serious. We've been <laughs> online chatting for like three hours a day now, so I guess you can say it's pretty serious. <laughs> Yeah, that movie doesn't get enough love Love as a cult favorite. Like, mm. I always think of The Big Lebowski. I don't know if you guys know. Oh, yes. My cult classic of all time is Boondock Saints. I love that movie. Yes. Boondock Saints would be 
Yeah. So, yeah. Especially within Boston and uh, a comedian from my home state actually is uh, one of the headline actors in it, uh, who played uh, the uh, detective that kept being dunked on by uh, William, Willem Dafoe. Oh, right. Uh, Greenlee? Oh, yeah, yeah. Bob Marley, main comedian. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, that's a home that there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a... Uh... Yeah, Boondog Saints was a good one. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang, if you've ever seen that. Kiss, Kiss, Bang. That's a great Ooh, movie. haven't had the pleasure. Val Kilmer and uh, Robert Downey Jr. Mm. It, that one's worth watching. We might have to put that one on tonight. Oh, we might have to. If, if, if it's raining out here and humid as fuck, maybe we'll retreat inside at some point. Indeed. Put it on after Indeed. the cards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got an upcoming trip, potentially back to your home state. Okay, yes. In, uh, in, in November. In November, that's right, yeah. And... Um, you guys are going to find out how terrible I am at gambling. <laughs> oh. I'm the world's worst gambler. I've never... I, I won once. And okay. On a Lotto Max ticket, I won 20 bucks. Oh, yes. And I've and ever since... have that been, high ever since. I've been convinced <laughs> that I have some special power to predict wow. the future. Wow. And that none of, the, none of the rules of poker apply to me. Because I... If I feel like I should take a card on blackjack or whatever, mm. I just feel it. I use the force, and I lose every time. I lose every time. So I've, I've never left a casino. The word advice is when you get that feeling, run. Yeah, run. I, I can't gamble. Just, I can't just gamble. get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. Yeah. I was talking to Jack about this because he's so he's got a, a gambling personality. I can tell yeah. if he falls down that rabbit hole, it's going to be a problem for him because mm. he like. He'll go on the you know the video games or whatever where you pay to purchase stuff. Yes. And uh, if I don't, if I forget to like unlock or lock that part of my oh, phone, the microtransactions. I yeah. will get a bill for like you know fifty bucks, a hundred bucks sometimes for these little games that he finds. Oh, don't tell me it's like Fortnite or something like that. Well, it started as Fortnite, and then I was like, no more Fortnite. Okay. You because know? yeah. I. To me, it's like play NBA 2-3K. I don't care. Mm. Play, play a sports game yeah. because it has a limited lifespan. Mm-hmm. Actually, okay, so NBA 2, 2K yes. had a, you just played basketball. Yeah. That right. was the model. Yeah. Right. And so I was pretty stoked How about that game. A basketball game. But, yeah. but, but now, NBA 2-3K yeah, has microtransactions. Yeah. And he spent, I, I swear, he spent like 40 bucks. He wanted a galaxy opal, Jason Tatum. Before I figured out, I had to turn this thing off. Yeah. The other thing he's discovered, which is really fucking funny, is this uh, website where you can buy fake shoes from China. I think it's called Panda Buy or something like that. Fake shoes? And you have to fake pay. Jordans? You have to pay an importer exporter to bring them. Oh no! But it's not just Jordans. It's like you can get the. You know, whatever. I don't know shoes. Are they called like, Cordons? I can get the LeBron sixes, but they, no, they look exactly real. But they're, they're like the Shea Bronze. They, they could very well be made right next to. Who's that rapper? The the one that uh, had had the crowd crush. All the kids died at his concert last year. Travis Scott. Travis Scott had has his own pair. Of oh yeah, he had a, he had a McDonald's uh, meal combo named after. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he had a Fortnite season named. That's after, right, right. That's right. So he's like. And he's, his lyrics are fucking like super sexual and stuff, and they're doing all this kid stuff for him. I always think like, man, there's a disconnect here. Like, I don't know if the parents know who this guy is. They must have did the whiz. That was it. I mean, he's not that bad. Wow. <laughs> he's not as bad as we were. Yeah, that to say. But uh, Travis Scott had these Jordans. I think they're Jordans. They came out, and they're like blue, and they have a little bit of like leopard print on them or whatever. And they showed up in my fucking mail. No. These, 
but in a bag. Like, not in a box. Like a plastic bag. In a plastic, like a plastic bag. bag. A Sobeys bag. With a tag on it all written in Chinese. Like, it, I, that's probably racist, probably Cantonese or Mandarin, but what, yes, I can't tell the okay. difference. Yeah, yeah. It's Chinese. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, what in the fuck? My mother, he had gone on the site and convinced my mother to buy these shoes. He's like, look, if I get them on eBay, they're $2,000. But if I get them on PandaBuy, they're, you know, $26. And he, he bought these shoes and brought them in. He, he tricked her into thinking it was real because my mother's, oh. you know, she's old. Yeah. And he wears them all the time. And she loves her fairness. Friends. And she how are they them. holding up? Have they fallen apart yet? No, they I Whoa! Didn't, they, 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 I wouldn't know the difference. They look, they're probably made in the same factory, right? Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's all made in China. <laughs> <laughs> just the, the workers taking a couple pairs home and selling them on the side. Oh, right? yes. Exactly. But for 26 bucks. Sweet American <laughs> currency. Yeah. $26. Mm. Anyway, so now, like, I told mom, like, don't, you know, don't let him order stuff on these Come Chinese on. websites. Come but on. he's got a cart online that he keeps adding to. And in this cart, he's got about 40 pairs of shoes. And all this, you know, just oh, you got any a shoe crap. Kid. Like, he's got uh, fishing rods. Like, you know, if you buy a St. Croix fishing rod here, that costs a fortune. Mm. And, but he's, he's like, it's the same rod, Dad. <laughs> Look, it's, it's $3. He doesn't get it. Oh, he's got that personality it. anyway. I, I can't take him to a casino. He's no. Just, well, it's just the kid finds a good deal. He just wants a good deal. There's nothing wrong. Hey, yeah. it's what you can get in this economy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, the interest payments will kill. Yeah, yeah the exactly. Payments. Exactly. Oh, sorry. That wasn't that wasn't the cost. That was the first payment. <laughs> <laughs> You're now financing yeah. the shoes over 45 years. That's right. <laughs> anyway, so... Yeah, we've got this trip coming up. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's, it's going to be, be a great time. It's going to yeah. be pretty good. Can't wait to host you guys down there. Yeah, yeah. Because I know, like, when I think of Maine, I I go to Bangor, but I stay by the airport. You know what I mean? And right. I don't really know. Now, because I've gone with uh, my son a few times, I know where the uh, card shops are. There's another gambling thing. Yeah. Like, he goes out. He's convinced he's going to find, like, the two Michael Jordan Pokemon 1987 card. rookie card yeah. amongst their crap. I'm like, you know they check, right? Right. Like, you're just the looking for crap. The packs are weighted if he's looking for, like, hologram cards or yeah. something like that. Oh, yeah. They're resealed. Yeah. They got tricks. Yeah. They got tricks. I'll give you guys a native tour. Yeah. Um, take you to some of the good pubs and other yeah, shenanigans man. and bring back some peace offerings for our spouses. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do Christmas shopping. Yeah. If, if there's any money left. If there's any money left. <laughs> well, casino the is after the Christmas room? shopping. You spent, you do the Christmas shopping first, then hit the casino. I may not have any money for the casino, given the say. fucking interest rates here. And the exchange rate. Yeah, and the exchange Don't rate. Don't even forget. Yeah, it's the exchange rate. That's yeah. The that's a killer. We're kind of trying to keep up, I think, here. So we've got Tiff Macklem as the Canadian version of Jerome Powell. Oh, that's a trigger word for me. Yeah. <laughs> they keep. Now, you've got a bet going with our other friend. I do. I, I think uh, our, our one buddy who couldn't be here tonight, um, I have a bet for the uh, prime rate. You have the terms there, uh, Tin Man, right? Oh, you want to, you want, I, can, I can recite them. He's, he's recite checking the on his notes. For the audience. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So this is the wager. So uh, Jason, a.k.a. Toto, says the prime interest rate will be above 4.7%. By June 1st, 2024. Our other friend says it will be below 4.7%. Now keep in mind, our other friend works in the financial district. 
<laughs> so and I'm just a skeptic AF about all things uh, Canadian economics. So, so he feels he's got I, a pretty I, good I, handle on this. I think you've got this one in the bag. But I think, I think Toto might have to look at a new profession. Uh, because uh, I, I predict things better than Tiff Mountain does. This is what I think is happening. <laughs> Inflation is transitory, Jason. It's uh, transient. That's what they say. This is transient. transient. So, uh, so it's a $100 value this week. For a bottle of whiskey, because we're all uh, whiskey geeks here uh, at Dr. Doom's cabin. Um, I'm big into bourbon, and uh, I've converted uh, most around this table to whiskey of various sorts. Uh, Dr. Doom came predisposed. Pre, uh, predisposed. Predisposed. Thank you. Predi- I can't see that. That just means I was drunk when I arrived. <laughs> <laughs> I did not I pre-game. stumbled out of my uh, car. I'm not a signature <laughs> drunk guy. I showed up, blue note. Edit that out. Um, Peeled the body off the front bumper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so um, I, I'm, I'm going to get our other friend, if uh, I do win this bet, which I think is imminent at this juncture, to get a nice bottle of whiskey. Though I think at the rate the uh, value of the Canadian dollar is, I'm probably ending up with a bottle of Johnny Walker Red. It could, it could well be. Yeah, at this point where $100 gets you a bottle of Johnny Walker right You're now. getting something to mix. So, yeah. Something to mix rather than something to sip. Yeah, yeah, at this point, for sure. I have a little air air keg, it's called, or air distiller. Mm. And uh, what you do, like, you can, now you can make your own mash yes. and, like, add turbo yeast and then distill it down. It basically makes vodka. Why didn't you tell me you had this? Because we could start making our own hooch. Well, we should bring it over to once once the barrel ta- table is ready. Maybe we'll bring it over to the to the man cave. Yeah, get uh, a barrel. It, it is quite it. fun. Yes, and it smells nice. It's not it sure a does. weird bar smell. Yeah, it yeah, smells yeah. flowery. Yes. everything smells floral. Yes, but um, put in some good oak though and let it camp. Well, out for that's a the thing. I've never aged any of it. Well, this I've is always a time made. Try. I've always made like a vodka. And yeah. then I use it to mix things. Okay. But what I had been doing is I had a bunch of wine bottles that had, like, because I, I had wine, but I don't drink much wine. Mm-hmm. And they kind of went bad. And so the last thing I ran through was wine, and I just extracted the alcohol from it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of a cool system. It, it'd be, uh, yeah, that'd be, now that we're thinking about it, we should we should set that up and oh, do it. And try and make our own whiskey. It's going to happen. We should buy a barrel. Yes. And make, make... <laughs> Canadian aged. There's not enough fucking heat here to actually age a whiskey, I don't think. It, Although Scotland's not warm. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they just put in a ton of peat to compensate for it, right? They smoke it with peat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we could probably make something. Oh, we could we could do all kinds of diabolical things. Yeah. Like wheels are already turning. Yeah. So <laughs> once it's all made, right here on the uh, Dr. Doom show, we'll do a giveaway. And, yeah, the first, yeah. and the first bottle we'll give away. That's right. And uh, we won't test it first. We're not allowed to call it bourbon. We're, we need to come up um, with a new name for it. Hooch. Just call it. <laughs> just call hooch. it. Just call it New Brunswick Hooch. Yeah. Hooch. <laughs> NB Hooch. NB Hooch. That'd be quite fun. We'll probably have to get a license for it. Oh, the hell with that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no fun in doing things the legal way. Yeah. No. Speaking of which, <laughs> yes, the skunk story. Oh, skunky! Uh, oh, skunky! Twenty twenty three. Skunky twenty twenty three. This is a bad one. It is. So, um, my wife and son and I uh, went on a uh, quick getaway to uh, PEI. Our, our son is almost five, and we just did an overnight to see if one he liked PEI, which is a resounding yes, and two to say we left the province for. For a day or two, because we we've gone to my homeland plenty, but 
not so much to um, not so much to other Canadian provinces. So this was a first for our, our little guy. This was his first uh, province outside of his uh, province of birth. So uh, we're like, let's go to PEI, go across the Confederation Bridge and all that. We had a rip-roaring good time. We come back home, uh, this was Sunday, and uh, we had a, uh, a whiff of Ode Skunk. And where we are is kind of suburban, kind of not. Um, you know, it's kind of near-ish where Doc, Dr. Dune lives. And uh, we figured, you know, roadkill skunks are a thing. Yeah. Out where we live. And well, you're close to a highway. We're close, very close to a highway, yeah. yes. So we thought that a skunk had met its demise um, at the hands of, you know, a pickup truck on uh, Highway 1. So we just kind of left it. We're like, oh, it'll go away. Um, the second that we were back, uh, Odie skunk got stronger. And uh, after we put our son to bed, uh, we have an upper deck at our house. And uh, my wife took a look. She saw something down in the bottom portion of our lot, um, which is, you know, which was a wild uh, part of our lot prior to us buying the house. I've since mowed it and kind of kept it down. We call it a ravine. And she looks and she saw something by a wood pile that I have down there. And she said, is that a pile of wood down there? And I used my eagle eyes to say, nope, that's a skunk. It's a skunk that isn't moving. So I go down and investigate and sure enough, dead skunk. Did it die of natural causes? Or no, it like... looked like it was attacked. Like okay. there was a bit of pelt torn off of it. So um, you may have like also a honey badger. Uh, I think it was a fox. <laughs> I think it was a fox. I have seen foxes around her a lot. Or it could be a honey badger. It was the local honey badger. The local honey badger uh, that, that yeah. just doesn't give a shit. We call her Agnes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call this fox Montague. Um, but anyway, I, I went down and being the, uh, the husband that I am, I, I decided to uh, double bag the skunk, scoop it up with a shovel and put it in a trash bag. And my immediate instinct was to call <laughs> Department of Natural Resources. Our, our local uh, wild care stewardship agency here in our province to be like, okay, can you guys come take it? And they said, nope, we don't deal with nuisance animals. And I'm like, what? What this, do you do? What do you do? <laughs> oh, we do harass we... people for fishing with a barb on That's <laughs> What do we pay you for? What do we pay you for? Um, so anyway, I was, I was talking with the dispatcher because I called the after hours service because this was uh, labor at night. And, uh, you know, what should I do? She said, well, you can call pest control. And I'm thinking, well, that's 200 bucks out the window. Yeah, yeah. The other option, she said, was you can put it in the trash. It's not, compo it's not compostable. You can put it in the trash. And we just had our compost collected, and our trash collection isn't until this coming Monday. So I'm like, okay. So listening to government advice, which was my first mistake, was yeah. I took this double bag skunk and put it in the trash bin. Which, upon immediate recollection, I mean, I'm, I've only been a homeowner for about four years, so there's some naivety to this. Um, I'm like, oh, I just put that in my $140 trash can. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that I just bought, you know, two or three months ago. <laughs> and now the front part of my lot stinks to holy hell. Yeah. And is probably causing nuisance to the neighbors, so I called our town. Well, actually, no, what I had done prior was... Um, I have a family text thread with my family in the States that said, oh, I found a skunk. And I come from a rather large family, and of course, everyone in my family has an opinion about things. Yeah. So everyone's opinion came pouring in. It's like, bury the skunk, throw it in the woods, don't touch it, burn the skunk. Whatever you do, don't <laughs> burn throw it in the, the trash bin. Sacrifice the skunk. Sacrifice the skunk. So I, I, just, I, I actually reached out 
to uh, Doctor Doom, uh, half knowing this this would be a hard no. Um, because actually one of my family members said, do you have any friends with a pickup truck? Yeah. I could take it to the middle of nowhere and uh, leave it to uh, decay. So I reached out to Dr. Doom and I said, uh, Dr. Doom, I know this is likely a hard no, but if I buy you a whole box of cigars or a whole bottle of whiskey, any chance you could bring your truck around and we could truck it out and chuck it out in the middle of the woods? Which understandably your yeah. response was. Well, no, yeah, I said no. Um, but <laughs> No, I believe, I believe. But I've, had, I've had, had skunks before. It's a hard yeah. So uh, my dog got skunked a few years ago. Yeah. And we did the whole thing where you bath the dog in tomato juice and then there's de-skunking agent and stuff. But our bathroom that we did it in stunk to high heaven for about like three weeks. Uh-huh. And I was like, if I put it in the pickup truck and then we put our clothes and our food in the pickup yeah. truck, I know that stink is going to transfer. And I did it mostly to humor my family. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That I, I acted upon some advice. I so, can't put this in my $140 trash bin. Can <laughs> I borrow your $70,000 pickup truck? <laughs> two plus two was chicken in that moment. So, um, so anyway. I did offer. I said, uh, you know, I got a utility trailer. Yeah. We can put it on that. Yeah. And I thought that was what we were going to do. Yeah. So, but what Dr. Doom also said was, you know, I, I called my town one time and, and someone came and called. Yeah, yeah. They got a skunk from Mario. So, yeah. So I called our town's number. And of course it was close to nine o'clock at night. So obviously town hall was closed. So I got the after hours uh, call number and talked to a dispatcher that I swear was an intern or his first day on the job because he didn't know bleep about bleep. Uh, Cause I was saying, yeah, I got a dead skunk on my property. I'm wondering if there's any options for hauling it away. And he said, have you tried uh, animal control? And I said, if that's the Department of Natural Resources, they already said a hard no. I'm like, I need a solution. It's like, well, let me let me start scrolling through my web page here, probably the same web page I could have scrolled through. And he said, well, there's pest control, or actually the town has a contract with an animal control officer. I'm like, that sounds great. Let me give you my contact information. He's like, okay, we'll give it to the on-call guy. You're gonna call as soon as possible. So there I decided- layers and layers of bureaucracy involving getting oh, rid of dead skunk. Absolutely, so I stayed up. It was, it was uh, I stayed up till about 11.30 that night. No call, so I'm like, this call isn't coming. So um, I, I was working from home that day, and so as soon as the clock struck 8 a.m. when the town hall opened, I called the town. And the lady I got said, oh, no problem. Um, we will follow up with you, and we'll get someone out this morning. I waited, and I didn't hear any vehicle sounds while I was at home. And so three hours later, I called the town again. I got a different person. And she said, oh yes, I saw that your call came in. Um, yeah, they don't come to properties. They only pick them up off the side of the road. <laughs> and so my thinking was, so, if you're, rules. so <laughs> you're telling me if I took Peppy out and dumped him out in the middle of the roads, thinking to holy, holy heaven, they would pick up this skunk. And they said, basically, yes. I'm like, well, I'm trying to be a good neighbor here because, you know, we're, we're, you know, still fairly new to the neighborhood and that sort of thing. I, I, I need a solution because this is becoming a huge problem. And she said, let me talk to the deputy of the guy that usually takes care of these things because the actual guy's on vacation. So she puts me on hold. Picks up about two minutes later and said, so you know that um, lot at the, end of, um, at the end of the road off of the highway where cars park and there's all kinds of non-dumping signs? I'm like, yes. It's like... Well, if we were to come and get that skunk, we would dump it right there. 
So I said, you're telling me in a place where there's multiple layers of signage for no dumping, I'm to go there with a dead corpse and dump it in the middle of the woods there. She said, yes. I'm like, okay, what if there's a cop there? She said, oh, don't worry. If the cop says anything, you can tell him that we told you to do this. So I'm like, okay. So during my lunch hour, I'm, I'm walking down like a seven minute walk from my home to this lot where all kinds of sketchy things happen <laughs> with a trash bag gloved all the way out at my right hand side with cars <laughs> passing by, no doubt saying, why does he have a trash bag and why is he walking like that? I get to this spot and sure enough, I dump the body and it, it stunk to holy, holy heaven. I abandoned the trash bag and abandoned my gloves and um, we were actually out to a, uh, a dinner party um, a night later and I was getting comments from friends that were getting off of that part of the highway saying, it smells like skunk. Is this your skunk? <laughs> you know, the moral of that story to me is that I wasted a ton of money sending dad's body to Bernan's funeral home. <laughs> I could have just taken him up to the top of, uh, top of your road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dump him off. Yeah. Well, Dump him off. It's an unceremonious. Let the foxes uh, get it. Let Montague the fox get it. Exactly. He returns to nature. Exactly. So... Uh, now I'm left with a uh, $140 trash can that different people have different takes on whether I should just get rid of the trash can and buy a new one, or my family has all weighed in and said, you know... Give it three weeks. Give it three weeks, or yeah. take this mysterious, you know, concoction of, uh, you know, peroxide, dish soap, and baking soda, yeah. and scrub the yeah. heck out of it, and yeah. see if it gets out of the... I will say that worked for the dog. The peroxide, they, and now I probably tormented the dog and yeah. like burned its skin or whatever, but fuck it was. I don't have to worry about burning plastic. I don't have to worry about burning the skin of the plastic. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> that does work. That does work. So I, I will, I, I'm, I actually have permission from the town if I need to to dump bodies. Well, not dump bodies, but also have the uh, trash collection take the entire can along with the trash oh, with interesting. it come collection time. Interesting. And then I have to go get another trash can. Now, I don't want to uh, I don't want to cause you undue concern, but I had to throw out the shower curtains from when the dog got scuffed. Oh, snap. But the rest of the bathroom, we wiped it down and it did stop smelling. After, but it, it was about three weeks. Those little bastards potent. are potent. That's a lingering stench. It is. It is. Yeah. It is, uh, it is definitely something to behold. Now, that, that is the lawless area of our, of our sort of suburban town. Towns, because we're in two Indeed. different towns. Indeed. Yeah. You're saying drug deals happen up there? Oh, yeah. I'm sure some very shady uh, Craigslist deals where people are buying a plastic bag. There's often a trucker parked, parked up there and a brown transport truck, like from the 70s. Mm. Yeah, probably selling plastic bags for a hundred bucks, not yeah. disclosing the contents of said plastic bags. Yeah, that's that's how they sell uh, pot in uh, the states where it's still illegal. You buy a plastic bag of uh, Craigslist, and oh. you pay a hundred bucks for a plastic bag, but uh, whatever's in the bag, comes there's no mention of what's inside the bag. Interesting. It's a mystery box. Yeah, <laughs> and it is. A, if you are a trucker, it's a great area to strangle a prostitute. Indeed. I <laughs> <laughs> It's a tough job, you know. There's 18 yeah. gears in those things. Change gear, strangle prostitute, change gear again. <laughs> down change. <laughs> the aren't that busy. You know what we're going to find Dr. Doom on the weekend. There it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so I, I've actually, I walked around that area with a gun. Um, yes. 
we I a friend of mine said he was going to take me hunting and that's where he parked and I said we're you know we're in the town right like this is part of the town he said oh yeah I hunt here all the time and we walked along this dog trail like people walk their dogs there all the time carrying guns over our shoulders and nobody even looked at us sideways I think they assumed we were drug dealers as opposed to hunters and you would think in a town where you practically have to have surgery to have your nose sticking upward yeah. Um, you know, like the town that um, that I live in. Yeah, you're um, in a very like, hoity-toity part of the town. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Not not so much in my immediate neighborhood, but definitely parts around me are very hoity-toity. So it would be I, the upper echelon, I imagine, of incomes or like yes. net worth in in the country. Yes. Probably. Very that much town. so. Some some of the major players in in the Canadian economy and the New Brunswick economy do have residence in, in our town. Um, so yeah, I, I am perplexed as to how you pulled that off, but power to you for doing so. Well, yeah, we didn't get caught. I guess it, it all worked out. Mm. Uh, and I was telling these guys, uh, we didn't, I, I didn't have much luck there, but then we, uh, we brought shotguns out rabbit hunting and, uh, <laughs> and I had accidentally, we went to a different town that where you can hunt. I had uh, accidentally had my pockets full of goose load because I, I hunt geese and, uh, and lo and behold, I actually saw a rabbit. I wasn't expecting to. So for to. context, tell them the size of the shot inside a goose Yeah, so normally, like, normally shooting rabbits, you'd use a 22 or right. like a little 17 HMR, or like basically yeah, yeah. A, a BB gun style exactly, yeah. size of bullet. Yeah. And, uh, and, and we were hunting with shotguns, supposedly with birdshot, which is like little tiny grains of lead. Idious and bidious of pellets. Yeah, yeah, little tiny, tiny grains. So like... You can you can use it for um, like pest control, which is what I usually do. And forgive here. my my American stereotype of knowing all things firearms. It's just where it's just <laughs> how it's just uh, my brother is a big hunter, so that's how I know. And I you are currently wearing a shirt that says United States of America <laughs> with an American flag on sleeve. Absolutely, yeah. I am. Yeah. <laughs> and and in fairness, you look like you could be on SEAL Team Six. <laughs> <laughs> our our pay, I, I'm patriotic to a fault. Yeah, patriot to a fault. I, I think we would all agree your country's better than ours. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say some endearing quality about you, but I'll go with that. <laughs> we, I'm not patriotic to our country, but I'm, I don't hate it. It's a, it's probably the second best. We're the silver silver medal country. Silver, silver yeah. medal. We're on the podium. It's yes, okay. There you go. A little, little bit communist for my day. <laughs> Anyway, so we went, I went out and I had this goose load in my shotgun, which are like, it's close to buckshot. It's, it's, it's right in between the two. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like BB size. Bigger balls. Bigger, Bigger balls. balls. And, uh, and I, I was not expecting to see any animals because most of hunting is just walking around the woods, not seeing animals. And, uh, and I actually the whole story, which I haven't told you guys is that Peter shot this rabbit, shot at it and he hit it in the leg. And so there was a wounded rabbit yep. kind of right in front of me. And it had come down through the woods oh, and it left. No. And I could tell it was That's like... a blood trail. It, yeah. Well, it was limping. Like it wasn't yeah. running like a rabbit. It was yeah, dragging yeah. a leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot it. Um, but uh, I would have shot it anyway. I'm not saying I'm against shooting stuff that you're going to eat. But uh, mm. anyway, the thing was probably, I would say, 12 feet in front of me. And I blasted it. And I, it turned into a hole in the ground with meat and fluff 
just scattered about about a ten foot radius around the hole in the ground. It looked like it had been hit by a meteor, like, <laughs> or it found a landmine. Yeah, like it stepped on a landmine. Exactly. It was all like, those Canadian landmines. Yeah, completely imploded. Like I, I should have had a little ball. box that said Acme on it. <laughs> Press the plunger down. Anyway, yeah. So I guess we'll wrap it up there. That's an hour long. That was, a, but this is fun. A guys. new record, yes. and I think we should do this again. Absolutely. We should incorporate. Uh, what will we? What? What'll uh, our friends handle? He'll, he gets. He gets lion. Yeah, yeah. He could be the cowardly lion. Yeah. He was. He was too afraid of his wife to come up. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe we could call him the false financial prophet. The, oh, the false, the false financial problem. Yeah. Although, maybe he has inside information. If the banks fail, if the big oh. banks fail, they'll drop the interest rates. That is <laughs> They're not going to let them. That is true. We might be teetering on the brink. Maybe he knows something we oh, don't. Oh, I know he'll be itching to, uh, to get involved in the next one. For sure. Yeah, yeah, I think China, so. China, one of their big financial institutions. Oh, yes. The, the uh, real estate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. So everyone's feeling it now. Yeah. Yeah, even China. Even China. I mean, like, well, they can only crank out, you know, so much COVID. So much. I <laughs> wasn't gonna say that, but so much knockoff LeBron shoes. LeBron and shoes. on that note, <laughs> yeah, I just don't saw cancel the, me. <laughs> I just saw the uh, notice on my phone, like that they're telling us to start wearing masks again and these new variants. I'm not wearing. Fuck that. I'm not doing it. I, you can't go back now. If it was Ebola, maybe, but. I think I'm just going to... From those undercooked burgers. From those yeah, yeah. undercooked burgers. More than a mask. Yeah, yeah, to be honest, yeah. like, I'm not going back to wearing a mask unless they take your job away if you don't wear one or whatever. But yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, we'll sign off here. Stay classy. Stay healthy. See you next time. Thanks, fellas. Cheers. Cheers.